Yes, Rance, I am glad you are with us, sir. Shit, you're glad. Oh, my God. Yeah. You'd be surrounded by five feet of water. <laughs> Shit. I mean, dude, you have no idea how hard it would be to find another black guy to take the lead on this pod. So we're definitely <laughs> excited. You're still... we... All kidding aside, no. we're Yeah, we're definitely glad you're here. We say that, yeah, our brother podcast is ran by two of the blackest black guys in the world. <laughs> Well, the problem is, though, we, we don't believe in affirmative action around here. So, ah! you know. <laughs> oh, well, Whoa. technically, the site is owned by a black guy. That's true. Yep. That's true. We're taking over, baby. He'd get, mad, he'd, he'd get mad at us if we didn't use the Rooney rule to find the, <laughs> the, Rooney the rule. next host. We are the nation <laughs> of domination. <laughs> oh, by the way. You know, in a way, we're the, we're the blackest podcast on the Social Suplex Network. I'm just saying. Technically. <laughs> Hit my music! Sierra Hotel, India, Echo, Lima, Delta, Shield. You are now listening to the SMC Wrestling Podcast with your boys, the smart, Caleb Baldwin, the mark, Carl Irvin, and the contrarian, Rance Morris. Believe in the pod. Well, guess who decided to come back? Welcome to the SMC Wrestling Podcast, everybody. It's your boy, Rance, a- a.k.a. Ray Cash, and I am alive and well. Um, it's been a long Boo. week. Yeah, I was almost replaced. They were looking for a token black guy. There was an ad on Craigslist and Zip Recruiter, but you know what? I made it back. Gentlemen, what's going on? How you guys doing? Doing great, Rance. Doing great, man. Um, first off, I want to say... Glad to see you back, man. We are definitely glad you are here on a very serious fashion. Um, that's right. If you know these tones, you know me as Caleb Baldwin. If you do not know these tones, you are going to get to know these tones. I am your smart mark. I am Caleb M. Baldwin. We are going to talk about wrestling. We're going to talk about quite a bit here as well. We took your questions, and we are going to answer them as well. All so we've got y'all. a lot for you today, and we are not going to go three and a half hours, I swear. That that was, a very un, that was a very uncommon occurrence, <laughs> I will assure you of that. We're going three and a yeah, quarter. Yeah, no doubt. Three and a quarter hours, is that what you said? <laughs> Jesus, three and a quarter, that's fair, that's yeah. fair. I'm down. I mean, as long as we whittle our way down to the, you know, maybe that sweet spot of like, Three hours will be good. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That, uh, that's the thing. I want to. You, you know, you know, like guys. I I don't know if you know this. I saw the download numbers. We got 1.3 billion downloads last week. It's our all podcast. India, but my India. Yes, we are big in India. We are doing what WWE has failed to do. We have oh, taken over that Jesus India market, Christ. man. This is <laughs> okay. no. This isn't about gender. Okay, look. Yeah, okay, yeah, that maybe maybe that number was a little off, and as I overestimated a little bit, it was only 1.2 billion. So just take that for what it's worth. 11, it's um, about the same. I yeah. just want to introduce myself. If that's okay, guys. <laughs> I guess you can, pal. All right. So what's going on? This is uh, Carl Irvin. You know me as the Mark, as it were. Uh, but really, forget me. Just glad to see our boy Rance back. We weren't really sure if we were going to be able to do a brand new episode, which just kind of sucks because we just got started. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but thankfully, yeah, but, but thankfully, 
uh, Francis safe and sound in his home, and we're able to do this. Uh, but I kind of think before we get started, we should just give let Rance have a minute to talk about everything that he's been going through. For those of you who don't know, Rance lives in Houston. So, of course, Hurricane Harvey has uh, been pretty devastating to that community. So, Rance, we're going to let you have the floor and say what you need to say before we move on to the more happier things. Well, I appreciate that, Carl. Um, yeah, guys, I'm born and raised. I'm, I'm 29 years old, and I'm born and raised in Houston. And if you live in Houston or the Gulf Coast, then, I mean, hur- a hurricane is nothing. We've dealt with a bunch of them. There has never been a hurricane. There has never been a storm in the history of the continental United States that has been more devastating from a flood standpoint than Hurricane Harvey. Over 60 inches of rain have f- fell on this city for four days. Um... I live in Galena Park, Texas, a small city to the east of Houston, and luckily, thank God, my house was fine, Uh, but the exit to my house, the freeway, which is probably five minutes walking distance, maybe ten minutes walking distance, so what's that, like a minute driving, was 15 feet high. Um, I was stuck at a friend's house watching the Floyd Mayweather fight. And we could not get out. I tried to leave three times. The second time, I almost got stranded. I drove through water. I'm in a Jeep Patriot. I drove through water that was coming over my hood. I knew I was going to die. Um, so, by the grace of God, if you don't believe in God, which is fine. Well wishes, by good luck. But I was able to get out and get back to my friend's house. But most devastatingly, my parents... Um, they, we lost everything in the flood in 2001. We sold the house, moved to another place, and we lost everything again. So, uh, you know what happens. Uh, my mom and my stepdad are okay. They're alive. They're in a hotel now. And I'll be picking them up, to, picking them up tomorrow to come, uh, to come home with me. So, uh, you know, the scariest part of all of this isn't the fact that I was stuck around five feet of water or that we were going to had to walk through higher than waist high water to get to safer places at times the scariest part was that my parents my mother and my stepfather who's a 78 year old alzheimer's patient were displaced and had to wade over half a mile in chest high water and i couldn't do anything and um but, you know, they're okay. We're all right. Um, so, you know, there's not much that can be done. I want to thank so many people for their well wishes and their love and their help. I mean, two weeks ago, we saw the worst of the country with neo-Nazis and people killing each other and all of this and racism and things of that nature. But this weekend... When we saw the worst of nature, we saw the best of humanity. People coming from Arkansas, from from Louisiana, from New York, from Canada, everywhere trying to help. Um, uh, tens of millions of dollars have been raised. You know, they had a picture of our convention center, which is huge. 
And mind you, we're the we're the fourth largest city in the country. We're the third largest county in the country. And there was a line of the convention center that was <coughs> half a mile long, maybe longer than that. And it wasn't for people trying to get in to get out of the storm. It was volunteers, just people wanting to help. Um, so, yeah, uh, I'm OK for some for all the people that reached out to me. I love you and thank you. For the people that thought of me, for the people that didn't. The fact that Houston was on your mind at one point, I thank you. But what I want you guys to do, if you can do anything, if there's anything you can do or you want to, the only thing I want you to do is if you can donate, and you can donate to wherever you want, Red Cross, all that, but I'm asking you to donate to youcaring.com slash JJ Watt. Because JJ Watt is a Houston legend. Because this man raised over 10 million dollars in four days this ain't counting anything out of his pocket he raised to this moment 12 million dollars and jj lives here jj's here now helping so that's where i'm asking you guys to donate because that money is going straight to the city and um thank you guys we'll be all right we will persevere we will get through this the worst is here now the water is still to this point there are still parts of my city that are underwater. Still parts of the city that are 5, 10 feet underwater. But the worst part of all of this is the cleanup. So just keep us in your thoughts and prayers. And uh, yeah, let's get to some fun stuff. Yeah. Uh, sorry about that cough there, guys. I am keep trying to mute my Yeet. mic. I'm forgetting. You should be sorry, pal. That yeah, well, that really wow. Come I, on, Carl. I'm getting I'm getting destroyed by yeah, allergies Carl. the last few days. It's bad. So. Yeah, you're destroyed Carl. by allergies, but I had to walk through water that was almost to my damn chest, and <laughs> hey, you worried about hey, allergies. It's not a contest. It's not a contest. <laughs> you know, okay. Carl, Carl, Carl. I'm not even blaming you. I'm blaming our new producer. I'm blaming Hutch. Damn it, Hutch, Hutch. is being a real bastard right now. Hutch, get it together. We don't we don't need this crap. Rance uh, is here. We told you. We Rance. told you to buy the Claritin. Go get the Claritin. Damn it, Hutch. We don't pay you to not take care of Carl's cough. Exactly. <laughs> what What is happening here? I needed to make sure my allergies uh, are at bay. All man, right? enough about Hutch that tries to produce our show. Um, let's talk about no mercy. Let's you mean WrestleMania? A, you mean WrestleMania, yes. right? WrestleMania in October. So, guys, as you may know, No Mercy has a bit of a double main event on its hands. It has Braun Strowman challenging Brock Lesnar for the Universal Championship. I'm really excited for that one. And I'm also really excited for the other co-main event. And that is for the first time ever, one-on-one, we have Roman Reigns versus John Cena. My goodness. And um, as far as this match goes, like specifically Roman and Cena, I'm real. Uh, like I said, obviously, I'm really excited to see both of these matches. You know, I would be crazy or just really jaded to not be excited for both of them. Um, now, that being said, you know, a lot of people have complained like, oh, why are you giving away these matches at no mercy? But 
You know what? Like, I half agree with you because I personally believe, you know, one or the other of these, you know, they, you know, whatever, they should be here. But I believe, you know, you got to leave something on the table for WrestleMania as far as I'm concerned. Because I don't think you should, you know, blow your load like that on two, you know, easily could be like closing matches of WrestleMania, especially Roman and Cena. But yeah, that's really all I got on that. But Carl, Perfect. what do you think? Yeah. So, um, Rance, do you, do you mind if I jump in on this? Please do. Okay. Um, to, to what Caleb was saying. Um, here's the thing. And I wrote it, but you'll, you know, if you go to lordspain.net, you'll find it. It's uh, in the column section. It's the King's Corner. I'm not going to spell out the whole title. You just need to know that. Click Chilling. the link and you'll find it. Cheap pop. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cheap pops for sure. Right here on lordspain.net. Anyways, um, I just, I have, I take issue with the idea that the WWE is giving anything away. Amen. First of all. Amen. Because they're not giving anything away. If you're a network subscriber, you're paying $9.99 for No Mercy. You're paying $9.99 for WrestleMania. Absolutely. That doesn't change. If you are a patron, as or you know, if you go to the event live, okay, it's different. WrestleMania is going to be more expensive than No Mercy. We understand that. So the idea is that, or at least from the perspective that Caleb was speaking on, at least, was that, you know, People that are paying the big money to go to WrestleMania, give them the biggest and best card. So from that perspective, I see where the argument, you know, originates. I just don't agree with it because here's the deal. And I said the same thing in this column, guys. One way or the other, WrestleMania is going to have a huge crowd. I don't think like if you took, let's just say, for instance, they go with the plan that we've heard for, you know, since this year's WrestleMania of Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania next year. Does anybody honestly think that the the live crowd is going to diminish because that's the main event as opposed to Roman and Cena? Because I don't. Here's the, like I said, you know, to me, this is a good idea because what it does is, you know, your WrestleMania crowd is there. Your hardcore fans are going to go. They come from all over the world, guys, to watch mm-hmm. WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. They're going to go. Your casual fans, and like I said, you know, if you are a casual football fan, let's just say you don't even really care about football, right? You'll watch the Super Bowl, but you aren't going to watch week six of the NFL season probably. You know what I mean? And that's kind of what this is. People are going to watch WrestleMania anyway. So... Why does it have to be this super card when in reality you could bring more eyes to No Mercy, an event that would normally not get very many eyes because it's just, you know, a middle-of-the-year pay-per-view, and put these two big matches on it. Now you're guaranteed more eyes on No Mercy, possibly more subscribers during a slow time of the year. You know, around WrestleMania time, they're going to get a ton of subscribers. So I think it's a good idea. Um, And, you know, like I said, I mean, either way, John and Roman are going to have marquee matches at WrestleMania, provided they're not hurt. And that's the other thing. That was the last point I'm going to make, and I'll let Rance get on this. You just don't know what's going to happen to these guys. We've seen Seth Rollins miss a WrestleMania almost two. Samoa Joe. John Cena. Samoa Joe. John Cena did miss WrestleMania 32 
if you guys recall, due to injury, he came out for a special spot, but he didn't have a match. So you never know what's going to happen to these guys. And while the getting's good, I'm okay with him taking it. You know, so that's just me. Um, Rance, go ahead. You know, you just you said what you you said a whole lot basically to say this. Why do people not want good things to happen all year? You basically yeah. That's basically what you came down to, which is the case. It, I mean, if if it was a situation like Finn's been in or Bray's been in where they're feuding with somebody clearly and they stopped the feud off top to put them against somebody just for this, you could argue with that. But the, both but both Roman and Cena and Braun and Brock were completely organic. Roman and Cena were beefing on Twitter, right? Cena finished yeah. the feud, and his first day in the show, he said, look, we could get down to some other stuff, but I got a problem with you. I only came here for you. Let's go ahead and handle this. It's completely organic. Absolutely. Brock and Braun Absolutely. is organic because Braun is a monster. And by the way, I would be remiss if I didn't mention that Paul Heyman had the line of the week, one of the coldest lines, one of the coldest, I'm sorry, Houston, one of the coldest lines I've ever heard a person say when he said, tell your kids that monsters aren't real. I don't believe in monsters, but I do believe Braun Strowman is one. That is as putting over a line as you'll ever see a human being say. That is amazing. Uh, Rance. Yes, sir. Did Paul Heyman said that? Did he say that on Monday? Yeah. Okay, that's why I didn't hear it then, because I had heard that Paul Heyman kind of cut a promo and nothing happened, so I was just like, skip, 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 skip. So I just wanted to say that. I mean, that's where I'm at with Paul Heyman promos, to be honest with you. He was was about to show the footage of Unless I know someone is going to make a run-in, like, I I just – I. Go past them. No, I understand. You they're know? they're, they're I, pretty they're pretty standard at this point, and it was a standard promo. Don't get me wrong, but what I appreciate what I appreciate about this this year of Brock, if you will, um, is that from the moment he fought uh, Goldberg the first time in Survivor Series last year to now, he has shown so much vulnerability that. Even 2002-2003 Brock didn't show. And, you know, it's making him so much more compelling. And so now Paul can't just come out and say, The Beast the Conqueror will beat you, he'll beat you. It's over. It's not. He's Him winning isn't going to be a a spoiler. No, he really got to talk up the fact that, Well, Brock got his ass whooped last time he saw this dude. We'll see what happens. Um, and in him introducing the footage of what Braun did to Brock at uh, SummerSlam, before he said that, he said, and for the record, you know, tell your kids that monsters aren't real. I don't believe in monsters myself, but I do believe Braun Strowman's one. And then he hit to the footage. And Braun didn't even show up on Monday. He didn't have to. He didn't have to. But yeah, it all comes down to this. I want, as a fan, and I understand I'm a completely different fan than most of y'all out there, I want interesting, compelling matchups. There is nothing more organically interesting and compelling right now in the entire company, maybe besides the Adam Cole, Drew McIntyre thing, than Roman Reigns and John Cena, and Braun Strowman and Brock Lesnar. And the two promos on Monday only furthered the palate for the appetite 
Like, I want to see this now. Like, I would pay the 60 bucks if I had And isn't that, like, isn't it so weird? Because, like, we go this whole year, and we always talk about how when football season starts, they basically zip the game up. They, yeah, they tank, right? Like, usually they think they suck. Everybody thinks they suck because they don't step it up during the, that time of year. Well, they step they the stepping up. up, and now we're bitching. Like, Guys, well, you can't it's have the it reason, ways, man. It's the reason I rally against fans so much, and I don't hate fans individually. I hate fans in general. I hate any group of people in general, hive mentality, because a hive mentality is going to switch its alignment based on what um what can do what something can do for it. So yeah, it's cool to say, oh well, Roman and Roman and Cena should be saved for WrestleMania. But then y'all the same ones who boo Roman and boo Cena every time they come out. Ah, yes. So what do you care? Me, yeah, me and Caleb talked about that off air earlier. That, you know, you don't want these guys. You, we're tired of the Roman Reigns push. But now but he needs like, a main Roman event. Cena should Mania be a mania. Yeah. Like, that Get doesn't the hinder out. the push, guys. That's, I mean, you know, that is the push. So, by the anyways, way, Caleb? Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead, Caleb. Oh, well, I, I didn't have anything to say. Oh. No. Oh. Well, I want to we add. maybe you had something to add. You know? Well, I want to add, if, you give, if you'll indulge me, the Roman Reigns-John Cena promo, both of them had great points. Cena buried him for a minute when Roman forgot his lines. But I love the fact that Roman said to John, You're the only, I'm the one person who's, with, who's next to you you can't bury. Because we all know. The Golden Goose is, you ready for the shoot names? Joe Annoy. Ooh. He, he's, he's the Golden Goose, and he is the one person that pew, 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 that cannot be buried. So yeah. the well, dynamic you know, thought, is interesting. I, I, I'll indulge you there, but I, I will say this, and we talked about this before, that of just a little part of me, thinks that they've got because they know now they've got something with Braun Strowman that he could be the other golden goose as it were it doesn't have to just be Roman now it feels like if Roman doesn't work out at some point you still have this other guy but here you know what I mean here's the difference though Carl Roman is getting to be known in mainstream America in mainstream America Roman is on talk shows Maybe not like night's talk shows, but like he's been on ESPN numerous times. And, you know, he's done interviews with this. Like, you know, he's on um, all he's, you know, Rolling Stone's done numerous articles on him. And Sports Illustrator's done numerous articles on him. And, you know, he's main evented three times. Like he's in the consciousness of, you know, the mainstream world now getting to that point. Sure. Right. Sure. So even if. We believe that ratings are not working with him. Even we believe that he's not drawing money on house show gates. Even if we believe that, they're not going to push him down for a guy who's only been doing this two years, and we don't know if he can go to ESPN Sports Center and be a compelling ten-minute interview. We don't know if right. he can go to Sports Nation and be a draw, or we don't know if he could go and you know have articles written about him. Like he's hot. And he's over, but is he going to be? Is he? But is he going to be that for a long time, or is this just great booking? Because Roman, 
contrary to what y'all want to believe, he's had bad booking, this, that, and all, yeah. But he has overcome tremendously bad booking, and he's still at the top. Not just from a from a successful point of view, but from killing merchandise. He don't have promo time. You can't say it's because he's cutting promos. He's killing the merchandise. He's, you know, people are interested about him. Caleb, please, right. please, 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 give me something. I see your face. Okay. Uh, well, no, I just wanted to, man, I just want to talk about the promo they had on Monday. And I was with them to a point. Okay, as far as worship promos go, there are certain aspects I would prefer you don't touch. Because, you know, when you bring up like, oh, you very young talent, you do this, that, and the other. It's just slapping the viewer in the face. Hey, it's fake. And that's that is that took me out of it. That really did. But they're open about how you fake know, when it you is. say. Oh. I well, mean, it's not but, even. It's not even. This is the reality that the this new of of fandom has created, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a fan we're fault. out there. It's a fan we're fault. out there cheering guys that we're not supposed to cheer. We're already killing this kayfabe. You know, whatever you want to call it. Anyway, five years later. So, I mean, Caleb, I do understand your point. We should condition to this by now because we created this. So, to me, that's that's just, I mean, it's not really a fair argument, if that makes sense. I mean, I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. Part of me feels like the business should be protected, but no, that's, you know, whatever. If you agree with me, awesome you're old school like i am uh, well no i mean here's the thing caleb <laughs> that's the thing I would, I would prefer an old school you know style i mean if they, if they, if, if the chief and all that stuff play face the planet tomorrow i'd be fine because i mean i like it i like being surprised you know i i, I like this kind of thing so like but now yeah. those things have gone the wayside we have to live with that so i'm going to argue in favor of of those of that side because this is the reality of what we're watching every week. Triple H, so, was, I get your point. Triple H was on ESPN this morning. You know how he was okay. introduced? Paul. Paul Levesque. It's dead. <laughs> it's dead. It's dead. And okay. we killed it. No Sad. doubt. Oh, sh- shit. You're cutting a Stardust promo there. <laughs> Stop! But I bet yes. no. I bet nobody remembers that promo, man. But it always kind of cracked me up in a morbid way because, like, this is unrelated, obviously. The last thing Cody Rhodes said to his dad on TV was, "Dead, and you killed him, Daddy." <laughs> That's the last thing he ever said to his dad on TV. That's good. Yeah, but but you yeah. know how Dusty was. Dusty was the king of the personal promo, so I'm sure he didn't care. Yeah. Man, so have we uh, finished the no mercy part of the part of the show? Well, unless you want to talk yeah. about, unless you want to talk about the the other main event, which is Alexa versus Sasha for the fifteen thousand time. Pass. Okay. I think it's gonna be uh, Alexa, Sasha, and Nia, or maybe yeah. just Alexa and Nia. But I was being facetious, way, but yeah. Ah, I, I don't care about you being facetious, pal. We don't need that. Oh, I apologize. Yeah, I forgive you this time. But uh, you're on thin ice, pal, but not on thin ice is Hutch. Damn it, Hutch. Hutch! Okay, so 
I like I said, I think we've kind of talked about No Mercy for you know we've got as much mileage out of it as we can. And as I had said, Roman and Cena kind of they were killing the business in that promo. But uh, there are certain Dora that possibly killed her career this weekend. And I am um, personally, even before this weekend, never really a big fan of her. She is sexy star. Ooh. And I want to preface this by saying, well, okay, what do you got? Rant? I just want to say this. We got to talk about it, but we shouldn't give this person, you know what I want to use, the time of day. Yes. She doesn't deserve to be talked about, but we have to, so please. Yes, we're going to talk about it, man. We're going we're gonna to shoot. We're going to pull the pistols out. We are going to shoot, brother, brother. Pew, pew, pew. But, um, yes. Okay. So, Sixty Star was defending, in my opinion, her ill-gotten Reina de Reinas championship. That is Queen of Queens, for those of you that aren't as cultured as I and don't speak Spanish. <laughs> but uh, that's what it is. That's whatever. She was defending it against Lady Shani Hamada. You might remember her who watched DNA in 2008. Yeah. yeah. And one Rosemary, a current knockout, a current woman's wrestler in Global Force Wrestling. And now I want to preface this by saying the shoot aspects of the match were not started just by Sexy Star. Um, really, like the two biggest victims of this match were Hamada. And Rosemary, obviously, um, because Sexy Star and Lady Shani have beef, from what I've been told. And Lady Shani started shooting on each other, and then it just cute fight, and then you know, I mean, they had their finish, of course, booked, but you know, that's whatever. Um, the the finish came, and those of you thought, you know, how disgusting this was. Sexy Star puts Rosemary in an armbar, cross armbar. Rosemary gets out about five minutes after being put in the hold. And Sexy Star is already kind of twerking the hold. And then after the bell rings, she's she continues to put torque on hold for 20 more seconds. We're lucky that Rosemary, I can say this because I watch GFW on a week-to-week basis, we are lucky that a talent such as Rosemary is not seriously hurt. Okay, she's got, a, a, I believe it was just a, a torn bicep, if I'm not mistaken. And yeah, that's, you know, somewhat serious, but it could be a lot worse. And Jesus Christ, unprofessional, and quite frankly, how disgusting was it, man? Like, yeah. uh, I well, wish I could, I, I'll let you guys go ahead. No, you're fine. First of all, before we before I say anything. Yeah, I want to hear some more of your Spanish. Can you jump us with a Viva La Raza real quick? <laughs> Okay, I got you. Viva la raza! Oh, hold up, baby. Do, 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 do. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, so now that that's out of the way. Okay, I don't watch any of this shit. So whatever AAA, Triple Mania... Triple A, I thought it was a car service. I don't know. Okay, L- listen. I don't keep up with all this stuff. So I'm just going to talk about the app in and of itself. Because okay? I'm pretty much in agreement. You know, this is something she did. What the actual fuck, right? I mean, we're supposed to be protecting each other. You know, we know this is, this is scripted stuff here. We're not supposed to be beating the shit out of each other. But it's kind of weird because 
back a little bit to when you when you're going back to old school wrestling. These guys do shit to each other like this a lot. Like, and not maybe not necessarily an arm bar per se, but they were guys that worked stuff intentionally, take liberties with their guys, things like that. And that happened all the way up through probably into the 2000s, you know? And so this isn't like, I don't know how many of those guys got blackballed from wrestling. Right? They, they didn't and try the to intentionally hurt somebody, Carl. Yes. They there, want to there rough is you up. a difference. Yes. Well, what I mean is, I mean, roughing someone up, is that not hurting them? Like, I don't understand the difference. I really don't. No, no, no. Like, if some, you're in there beating the shit out of someone in the ring, rough them up is hurting a human being still, right? Yeah, but, I mean, but, but the business is rough. But if you if you tear my if you break my arm or you tear my bicep, I can't wrestle. I can't make my money. I can wrestle. Right. No, I get sore. that. I can wrestle bruised. I, I get that. Well, here's what I'm saying though. There should, there's no place for it. Period. And that, that to me that goes along with sexy star and that for just taking liberties on a guy in the ring unless he was being a dick. You know what I mean? Like there's really no place for it. Period. Because even roughing someone up in the wrestling ring might fuck up. You know, those things. So you have to protect each other. That's why I don't believe in any of that. Period. Which is why I agree with Arnie on making out Sexy Star, obviously. But it just it just brings me back. It's like, I don't know if, I don't know the context, right? I don't know why she did this <laughs> and her, her response. Wait, sure why, why she did this? I'm glad you brought that up. Her, her excuse. I hope it was a language barrier. Because her reasoning was the most inaudible thing I've ever read. Yes, inaudible. Rance, Go ahead. Please, re- please read the direct quote. All right, let me find it. Hold so on that way, quick. so there is no, you know, no injustice done to one sexy star. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, while he's looking that up, just, I mean, that's like I was saying, though. I mean, I don't like, I just don't know what, what, what happened here. You know, and then the response that I read, at least, sure as hell didn't answer any questions. And Rance will pull it up for us here in just a second. The... <laughs> I'm, I'm, ready, I'm ready when y'all ready for me. Okay, you go ahead, buddy. We got you. <clears throat> and I quote. I'm reading a direct quote. For the record, I'm reading from WrestlingInc.com if just for reference purposes. This, ha- this have been very difficult days for me. Last Saturday, I was in a championship fight. was very hard. I think everything got out of hand. I don't know. I am still confused with the situation. I'd like to remain quiet, and when the time is right, I will speak on the subject. Men and women want to finish me, make me retire from the sport. I am still here. As I stated in the beginning, I will not stop representing all those women that have been mistreated physically or psychologically. I believe that I have to stronger. Don't know what the fuck that means. If at a moment I went through depression and got out of it, I will also get out of this one. I was doing what I had to do, what the people deserved, and to go out, to go all in, clawing until the end. That's what happened. I submitted her. It appears the girl is injured. I don't know. Is not something I am aware of. That's all I can say. Okay. It's an XC star. Hold on. Yeah, okay. So... Was this translated from Spanish, or is this her trying to speak English? Translated from Spanish. She doesn't speak English. Okay, okay. So we could definitely have something lost in translation here. I think that's fair to say that there's a possibility there. But at the same time, 
it doesn't seem like she's taking any responsibility for her actions. None. And I mean, even if it was mistranslated some way, not enough to where I saw anything there where she was, you know, being culpable. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, all around, it's just a bad deal. I just, I, to me, like, I don't even know because I, because I don't know the context. I don't know what the hell even gave her the idea that she would do that because she is, she is, and we'll talk about the PWI later, PWI top 500 or whatever. She, in the women's category, she cracked the top 10 this year. Yeah, but it's I K-Fabe. saw it the other day. It's kayfabe. She what? wins a lot. Well, I, I know, I know, but I mean, she's, but that's what I'm saying though. I mean, I understand it's kayfabe, but she is, this is a person who has a fair enough reputation. You know what I'm saying? I mean, this isn't like someone who is a nobody trying to just make their name and then thinking that this is a good idea. This is someone who's actually got some, you know, credibility. Well, did have some, you know, and now it's gone. It's gone forever, probably. Yeah. If, if you guys saw the response on Twitter, like, like, I did not see a single soul backing her up, you know, publicly anyway. And, um, also we're, has been pulled from Wrestlecade, which is you know a big convention, basically equivalent to that of that of WrestleCon, but it's in November, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, and it's in North Carolina. But you know that's neither here nor there. She got pulled, so yeah, yeah. People are asking the blackballer, but if you watch the video, look, man, this is this is this is wrestling. People always used to say the old tagline was, "It's not ballet." It's not. So if somebody gets hurt. In, in a move, it happens. But if you watch that video, after the girl submits, she comes back down and cranks back on it with all of the fury of Hurricane Harvey. Like, she was trying to hurt her. She was trying. Like, it's it's, it's yeah. clear. It's clear as day. So, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's one thing. I, when you were talking about how that the last it's happened in the early 2000s. I'm sure you're talking about the acolytes or the APA versus Public Enemy. Well, the difference between mm, this, yeah. the difference between between this and that was the acolytes were trying to teach Public Enemy to be humble. So they didn't say, "Oh, I'm gonna break your arm." They didn't say, "I'm gonna break your neck and take your money away." They said, "I'm gonna punch you in your face. You're gonna be okay, but I'm gonna really, really fight you." Right. Right. Well, I mean, sure. But I mean, think about this. And I agree with you. I get, I get what you're saying. You punch somebody in the face and bust open his fucking crack his eye socket. Look what happened to Austin Aries on a random knee to the face by Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah, it can okay. still happen. No, no doubt. I, I, mean, I agree with you. But I think I just, I, you know, it's it, reasoning is different for me. And I'm, right. and I'm not saying I'm not, that. Well, the thing is that the only thing about this is we don't really we still don't know anything. I don't care like, what reason. caused this action. Care. You know what I know. But I mean. You're, you're you're justifying APA and public enemy with a reason, right? So we don't know the reason, even if oh, okay. it's wrong, and I'm sure it is. We just don't know, and that that I think that's the biggest question to me but, is why, you know, it, like really. If you watch that old APA public enemy footage, go back and watch it without knowing the reason. It just looks like a really brutal match. Right. Right. There's no point where you can say, "Oh my God, they're trying to hurt them." No, it's just a brutal match. Between two Brooks, well, Public Enemy came from ECW. Public Enemy was right. putting people through flaming tables. Well, here's they the thing: take some you guys, a lot of people are up and awe about how what happened here in this, and I, and I agree with it. Okay, but I've seen the video. 
And to me, like, because I don't understand, I guess, whatever the submission submissions and all this stuff. I see her throw the armbar in. I see Rosemary tap out and I see her crank it. If I hadn't heard that everybody was like, oh, my God, she did this on purpose. I would have been like, oh, there's like some kind of, you know, sell job where she's playing the heel and working the arm more after the match. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that's just my from my vantage point. So uh, until I knew that someone had said, okay, well, she did this shit on purpose. And I'm like, are you fucking serious? Like, I mean, so that's just kind of like, to me, like at first glance, it just wasn't that obvious to me. Maybe I'm just an idiot. I don't know. But well, that's just me personally. But, but so. everybody, well, I won't say everybody because that's a generalization. But, and Caleb needs to say something because I know this bothered him deeply. But just for, for context, the cross arm bar, the cross arm bar, arm bar, excuse me. Um, you know, is uh, a very legitimate MMA move. So the way you do it, yes, fakely, is well, wrestling wise, you can tell the difference between when somebody, when a wrestling person is doing it, and when a person's really doing it for real. Because if I were to drive down to Arkansas and put you in a, in you know, a cross arm breaker. Like or Fujiwara, Fujiwara armbar, either one of the two. If I really were to do that, I would break your arm instantly. Like that's how serious right. that move is, right? So you know, it's it's a way you do it, and the way she did it, you could. I mean, I could because I watched MMA. I could clearly tell she's trying to hurt that chick. But yeah, go ahead, man. This Kayla, pull the cannon out, brother. Okay, um, I had mentioned on Twitter. And this really helped me, you know, put that into perspective, like they're playing characters, dude. And, you know, like it's funny saying that, at, you know, the age of 20 years old. But if anybody tried it or decided, oh, hey, I'm just going to try and deliberately injure this person. I don't care who it is. I don't care if it's even, you know, personal favorite of mine, Sami Zayn. As far as I'm concerned, if you are deliberately trying to break somebody's arm, break a joint, take food off their table, in my in my opinion, if you're doing that, you have no business being in the business. But I did want to add, and you know, maybe that's conceited of me to say because you've never taken a bump, blah blah blah, whatever. Um, fuck off with that. But um, I did also want to add, as bad as this was, and this was terrible. Sexy Star is not the only one who did something incredibly stupid at Triple Mania this weekend because um, rumor has it, and I've not seen the match, so I can't personally vouch for it, but rumor has it from a good friend of mine who had watched Triple Mania, Jeff Jarrett was clearly wrestling drunk on that evening. Ah. And that's what I had been... I know, right? And this isn't like uncharted waters for Jeff Jarrett either. No, I've... I've seen him wrestle drunk in person before at uh, WrestleCon in 2016. So, yeah, wow. Yeah, but and these are the kind of things that can get people hurt as well. There's a difference between wrestling. There's difference between wrestling drunk at WrestleCon. It's wrong. There's a difference between wrestling drunk at WrestleCon and wrestling drunk at the biggest pay per view of somebody's of a company's year. Right. That's well, really. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, you could hurt someone either way. If you're drunk and you're out there, you can fuck up so easy. Jeff Hardy you know? and Sting. I mean, yeah, Jeff, yeah, absolutely. You know, thank God Sting being who he is, you know, 
handled it. But I mean, well, you know what I'm Eric saying? Like Bischoff handled that, and he told Sting to do that. But yeah, right, right, right. But it's just one of those deals. Like I mean, I didn't know that until Caleb said about Jeff Jarrett. Of course, that's not getting any play. I don't know why, but because nobody cares about GFW no more, man. We're, we're, we're sick of them. Like the well, we, we care repeated. enough to be upset for a for a GFW talent. No, you it's know, I mean, it, Rosemary got hurt, you know. Nobody so we cares care about them enough. Nobody cares that Rose, Rosemary wrestles for for GFW. I mean, I'm sure people. We just care that she wrestles. Like you know what I'm saying? She's a mainstream wrestler. She's she's a champion. You know what I'm saying? Like a multi-time champion, and not just in GFW, other promotions. Nobody deserves deserves that to happen. If let's 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 think about Bruiser Brody and Jose, whatever his name is, who who killed him that night. It, it was magnified because it was Bruiser Brody, but if it had been anybody, it shouldn't have happened. Like, it doesn't matter no, yeah, that right. this person wrestles for a certain company. These things shouldn't happen. I can't I can't decide if I'm getting yelled at because you guys think I disagree. No, I'm <laughs> I'm yelling at Sexy Star because I want to give her a big fuck you, and I hope okay, you I'm just making sure. I know I've, I haven't been, like, as hardcore about it, and that's not to say that I don't care because I do. I just... I like to try to get into the meat of it a little bit, you know, other than just it's easy to just come out here and throw throw all of our vitriol at someone. And it's completely justified. I just want to like I feel like I just wanted to dig a little bit into it. And that's all. So, so just keep digging. And I'm a, keep digging. And I'm going to sit here and say sexy star. This is Rance Morris, a.k.a. Ray Cash. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck that's you fair. And retire. And hopefully somebody will come and fucking rip your arm apart. So, you know, how the fuck it feels. Now that will probably happen. I could see that happening at some point. Maybe not. We, we from the from in the hood where I'm from, we call that street justice. You get what you get coming to you. Right, right, right. Fair enough. Well, that's enough about sexy star. But please, like I had mentioned, yeah, like I had mentioned earlier, uh, she was in the uh, PWI women's uh, top ten. Uh, so that was released. The PWI. 500. Well, they do it every year. It's Cafe Bliss based on accomplishments, that sort of thing. And so we're going to focus on the male side, the top 10. Boys, any qualms, disagreements? I'll start with Caleb. Okay. Uh, first, I want to say the PWI is fucking weird because <laughs> it's like half like in ring skill and all around total package, whatever. It's completely arbitrary. There's to no- me, it's just. Fucking weird. And, I mean, uh, biggest qualm I have, I mean, at number nine, you got Bobby Roode, but I think Kayfabe carries him. No doubt. I'm not going to shoot on Bobby Roode. Please don't. Like I did last time. I've been through too much this week. (laughs) I've been through too much. Hey, also another qualm I have, uh, this is outside of the top ten, but for some reason... In the top 40-ish, 41 through 43, you had Nick Jackson and then Matt Jackson. So what – I want to know, what has Nick Jackson done that warrants him being two spots over Matt Jackson? I'm curious in that regard. Oh, even better. Right. Tommaso Ciampa is 67. Johnny Gargano is 80. They tagged the whole year. Fuck. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, wait, who was higher between those two? Ciampa. Was, but that doesn't make sense, though, man. Like, I, I don't get like, it. Like, who won the match in the CWC? You know what I'm saying? It was Gargano, right? 
Yeah. But but yeah. but the real issue here. First and foremost, Naito should that be in the Roman top Reigns ten. Isn't number one. No no Okada deserves number one, bro. I will not sit here and yeah. lie about that. Okada's wrestled classic after every match he wrestles is a classic. But I'm fine with the top five. Completely fine with the top five. But if Kenny Omega has wrestled what you call the six star match, then he backdoored it and wrestled a six and a quarter star match. How is he five? Because we're getting worked. I'm just, I just, it just doesn't make any sense to me how Roman had a great year from from a success standpoint and in ring. Kevin Owens was Universal Champ for pretty much the entire viewing period, at least for half of it, at least. And AJ's AJ, right? But well, let me ask you this: Did did Kenny Omega? And I I don't really follow New Japan. You guys know that. Mm-hmm. Did Kenny Omega win the win their championship, their main title? No, he lost. No, at any Okada's, point. Never. He's, yeah, he's, no. he's never won. Okada has held it. I think Okada that's has held it the, the entire grading. Okada has hold, held it the entire grading period. Okada's had a damn that's, well, that's probably one of the biggest reasons he is the, still the champion, right? Or st- he was number one right now. But, yeah, still, whatever. Well, there you go, though. I mean, that might be because it's kayfabe list, right? And, like, you could say, like, you got Roman at four. There was some argument there, Roman at four, Omega at five. But how? Well, you know... You could say Roman's victory over The Undertaker at WrestleMania putting The Undertaker out. Right, yeah, but it wasn't six stars, though. Huge. What was six stars? No, no, no. no, but in kayfabe, taking out The Undertaker at WrestleMania is a big fucking deal. It's only happened twice. Twice now. I agree. You know, I e- just, either way. I just have such a problem. I have such a issue, just a structural issue with six-star matches. How am I going to be six stars when five was the limit? Five was the top. How, how could that be? Right. So don't give me an A. You know, don't give me a hundred for my score. Give me a hundred and fifty. No, there's nothing higher than hundred. Just it just it right. it bothers me so much. Well, I will say this just about the list in general because I, I don't really give two shits about the PWI top anything. To be honest with you, I think it's all a bunch of crap personally. Um, but if I had to break it down or whatever, and I did, I hey, I even plug in my column again. I even talked about this a little bit as Caleb had mentioned. Kayfabe really got a lot of guys on a list, you know, like, okay, for instance, and this is not to shoot on Bobby again, okay, but Bobby Roode, right? Like, he came in, he's number nine. He came in, and it's that beautiful NXT formula. So you've got three NXT guys that spent most of the time in NXT during the grading period on this list. Bobby Roode, Samojo, Nakamura, right? So... It's that beautiful formula of you come in NXT is, as the guy, basically, and you win, 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 win title, win, 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 lose title, go to the main roster, essentially. So with that being said, it makes it a little bit easier if this is the kayfabe list for certain guys to get on there, where, like, where I would argue someone like The Miz, who was number 10 on this list, and more power to him, I would argue The Miz overall – had a better year than some of the guys that are ahead of them. I mean, yeah. that's just me. You know, I, I'm also a Miz Mark, but I'm just saying the, the kayfabe thing definitely carries it. As Caleb said, I think that point that he made is spot on. But but to Miz's credit, Miz lost a lot this past year, and he's still in the top right. ten. That goes to show right. his talent. I'm not. I mean, I'm not mad about it. I just 
Like when I when I just you know what I'm saying. Like I think about it, I'm like, man, if I had to compare years, where am I going? Like I think about WrestleMania season. I would look how well the Miz did. I mean, of course he got fucking buried by Cena, LOL, right? But at WrestleMania, he was all the shit he did up to WrestleMania from the time the grading period started all the way up to WrestleMania was excellent, and it carried over promos, everything. Whereas someone like Samoa Joe, who had a really great year in the ring, he missed WrestleMania. You know, I mean, there were some things like he was for a while there. He was just kind of there. You know what I'm saying? So and then finally it picked up, obviously. But I mean, for a minute there other, in the WWE side, when he there was a lag there where he wasn't doing just a whole lot. So and that's like I said, you know, these lists are stupid. I mean, I don't I'm not trying to discredit anybody. It's all it is what it is. Caleb, did you have anything else you wanted to add to that? Um, I mean, I really don't have much to add. I don't know what's carrying. I don't. I wonder what carried Dean Ambrose to number seven. I wonder if it was the long intercontinental title run. I wonder what it was, or if it was just the in-ring acumen. Well, it could also be that he's just a workhorse on the on the live events and stuff as well. I don't well, think anybody works more wrestling matches than Dean Ambrose. Not just that, but if if we if we want to be real about this, he was champ in some form or fashion or fighting for a title pretty much the whole year, right? Yeah, definitely. Just like I said, I, mean, I don't have any arguments with the list. And I think this is only the second time a Japanese first or in in is it the first time that a first okay. First time. Uh so there you go. I mean, it's not like, you know, they shower the PWI and Meltzer, especially they love to shower praise on Japanese wrestling, but Hey, well, PWI and Meltzer first time had number one guy. I thought he had, had something to do with him in some fashion. No, 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 no. Meltzer is wrestling observer. Okay. Yeah, you're right. No, that's my fault then. Uh, oh, if if, if it was Meltzer, the dirt sheets if sure. it was if it was Meltzer, the PWI would be Japanese wrestler number one, Japanese wrestler number two, Japanese wrestler number three, Japanese wrestler number four, AJ Styles, Japanese wrestler number six, Japanese wrestler number seven, Japanese wrestler number eight. If it was Meltzer, it'd be all Japan, all Japan basically. Basically, PWI no would be written in Japanese handwriting. Well, it just goes to show how much I pay attention to dirt sheets when I don't even know if Meltzer is a part of PWI. Or not, I just don't give a shit about this kind of thing. So, well, just, you know, I do want to shout out Okada because even though you know I pay attention to New Japan, I like New Japan. I like a lot of guys there. I don't watch it consistently, uh, but I do want to say this: Okada deserves number one. Okada has had one of the, I'd argue, five greatest years in wrestling history. From, from yeah. every standpoint you can look at it, from from an in ring standpoint, from a you could even say from a drawing standpoint because they came westward. They came to America for the first time yeah. ever on the back of Omega. I don't know Omega, but Okada. You know, Omega was a big part of it too, but Okada was a champ. Okada main evented the shows. So, you know, so, you know, he had great matches. He barely lost. You know, he helped expand the country. The man deserved it. Shout out to shout out no to doubt. Uh, Caleb, say his name for me. Say Okada's first name for me. I'll say his full name for you, pal. His name is Kazuchika Okada. Yeah, that guy. Sir. Yes, Okada. that guy. From Chaos, and thankfully so, not from, from LIJ. 
Hey, so do you wanna hey, the don't, don't hit on the, before we move on? Hey, wait, 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 wait. Hey, don't, hey, don't hit on the hey, click. Don't hey, hit on the click. This isn't I'm not hating on LIJ. I'm hating on how the fuck you pronounce their name. Los Ingobernables de Japón. Holy crap. Yeah, how am I supposed to say that five times fast? You L-I-J. know? Yeah, like L-I-J. come on now. Yeah, yeah LIJ. But hey, we, when we when we recorded last time and talked about them, I couldn't even finish it. So hey, I'm getting better. <laughs> Practice makes perfect. Absolutely, and you know what? I think PWI is onto something because they put uh, they put Sami Zayn at number forty-two, and you want to know why? It's because he is a Syrian wrestling Jackie Robinson. That's oh, who he is, man. Good lord! Oh, <laughs> uh oh, oh no! So what oh, you're no, saying yes. is I should see a wave of Syrian wrestlers over the next decade or so just oh take over God. wwe <laughs> yes. right that yes expect okay. that yes when that happens i will put on my number 42 with zane on the back <laughs> and make all the other wrestlers wear it that's not gonna oh happen oh my but god nice, nice try no jackie robinson oh, oh i hope rance if rich hears this and he gets pissed Please edit it off the pod. <laughs> <laughs> no, brother, staying. And I will. Um... It's staying. Next week we will be replacing uh, Caleb Baldwin with. Yes, if if people get offended by this, I will write an apology letter that is very incoherent and doesn't really have me taking responsibility for anything. Hey, but, just um, just just say it in I mean, Spanish and translate it. So aside I don't from that joke, those are really my last words on there. And also, oh, no, 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 another one. I do want to say, and I need to reiterate this because I can't say it enough. The PWI Top 500 Countdown is fucking weird. I will never understand it. I don't think I ever will. That's all I got yeah. on that, though. I don't I don't know so, how it is. You got to explain that to us. We got, well, yeah. We got one last thing to talk about. And it's not really as much talk about as much as it is. We're taking some questions, right? T- taking a little question. Yeah, and here's a little question ski. I don't, <laughs> I don't know any of the question skis, so you guys are gonna have to rattle them off because I don't pay attention to all this shit, guys. I am the laziest of the lazy. So, and y'all wonder why he's the mark. That's all right. Carl is not only the laziest of the lazy; he's also a piece of shit, but not as big <laughs> as a piece of shit as. But not as big as a piece of shit as Hutch. I fucking hate that guy. I really do. You know, Hutch, you're you're on the verge of getting fired. Yeah, you're pretty close, man. Yeah. Go to fucking ZipRecruiter. We don't care. (laughs) ZipRecruiter. Yeah. Or Monster. Or, uh, Carl, what was your favorite one? It's uh, the Funaki brand, baby. It's Indeed. God damn it. Why couldn't you? There we go. That's what I wanted. That's the, what I wanted, man. By the way, for the record, I legitimately got my job I'm at off of Indeed. But that's that's another story. Hell yeah. Good on you, Rance. I'm proud of you, man. <laughs> questions, Ken. So, uh, questions. Yes, yeah, so let's, let's answer some questions here, man. And uh, I'm going to pick the first one here from the Twitter feed. Uh, easy answer for me is from Rich Latta. He questioned, come on, damn it. Who's the next first-time world champion you guys want to see? And, guys, do I have to say it? Do Braun I... Strowman. Yes. No. Say it. Not Braun Strowman? Oh, oh, do I need to say it? Seriously? 
Braun, 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 Braun. Oh, man. You know what? Braun's been good and all that, but, I mean, fuck. What What do you guys expect? Of course I'm going to say Sami Zayn. <laughs> okay. Rams, go ahead. Oh, me? Okay. Oh, you want me to... It doesn't matter. Uh, well, you, I'll go. I'll go real quick. Um, so I think the consensus will probably be Sammy, because he's deserving, and he's a babyface, and it'll be a very emotional moment. But for me personally, um, I think you could throw Shinsuke in there if we're not counting NXT or New Japan. Um, Braun yeah. will probably win it first. Um, I think that, but I want to see Samoa Joe win it. Because there's not a more deserving human being on this walking this earth that has never won the WWE World Championship that's there right now, currently. Who deserves it more, in my opinion? Joe deserves that shit. That's fair. I, I should have went before you so that I could, so that you would have had to repeat my answer. Uh, because I'm, I'm with you, man. Samoa Joe to me. I mean, we're talking main roster championships here. We're not talking NXT. That was clarified, I believe, by yeah. Rich. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think it's Samoa Joe, too. And mostly not just because of the fact that he's as deserving as he is, but also he's getting up there. You know, I mean, this guy, I mean, and he, it felt like they could have pulled the trigger a couple months ago or back in July, at least, at the uh, Great to Balls of Fire pay-per-view. And it's OK, they didn't. But I, I do think he's probably the guy that I would like to see go ahead and win when, you know, be a first timer. So that'd be my answer. But we will be happy to see Sammy Caleb because all all the shit we give you, he's a really, really good guy and he deserves it. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. All right. So uh we good? We got uh you guys want to go into the next question? Next yeah, one. Yeah, do it, man. So uh again, like I said, that first one was from Rich Latta. I don't know if I said that enough, but you know, whatever. Rich had the first one. This next one is actually a two parter. So this guy's actually kind of cheating the system. So, but I guess we can let it slide. This one is from Rob Daniels. He asked us, one, what are your favorite pizza toppings? Oh. And two, what are your predictions for Shelton Benjamin's booking? And he asked, uh, I guess a third question in that. He said, will he get a main event push in this run? Um, real quick, I'm just going to rattle off my answers. Um, as far as pizza toppings go, I am a chicken and bacon guy all the way. Chicken and bacon, man. And if hmm. it's got uh, Alfredo sauce, hell yeah. That's awesome, too. Um, second question, predictions for Shelton Benjamin. Uh, he's going to be in that tag team for a while, I think. And I could see them getting a tag title run, but that's really about it. Maybe them doing the breakup, Shelton turning heel, and probably losing the feud because you know, Gable's younger and all that. Uh, will he get a main event push? No. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna. I'll go then. Uh, so pizza toppings. I'm pretty. I'm pretty. Uh, pretty straightforward. I'm, pepperoni is pretty much the go-to always. Uh, you can throw some black olives on there. You know, maybe some some bell pepper. Just no mushroom, and we're good on the pizza. Uh, as far as Shelton Benjamin goes, pretty much in agreement with Caleb on this one. I feel like it's gonna be be in the tag team for a while. You gotta remember Shelton's up there in age. Uh, so with that being said, they'll probably get a tag title run, but I do not think he's going to see a main event push. I uh, just can't really see that happening given his age and 
things like that. So, but it's going to be great to have him back because man, he looks sharp. So, uh, pepperoni is awesome. It's you know I love it. But yes, Caleb, I agree with you. Chicken and bacon on flat bre- on a on a, a um, uh, what do you call the flat top the flat bread they cook it on um, thin crust. Uh, thin crust. Nah, beautiful. Um, so yeah. And I mean, I'm black chicken. You get it. Uh, <laughs> as far as as far as Shelton, uh, where is he going to do? Uh, how's he going to be booked? Shelton is there to put people over. Shelton is there to teach people, put people over, and be depth and be a steady hand. Basically, be an agent. Basically, do what Fifth Finley did six years ago. Um, and unless Shelton decides to create the most amazing. Uh, character or persona that we've seen in four or five years, Sheldon gonna be very, very happily in that mid card. All right, you guys. Uh, um, <clears throat> so, if that's all we had on Rob's three questions that he somehow sprung on us again, thanks for those, Rob. Um, Bastard. No, all, kidding. <laughs> <laughs> all kidding aside, thank you for that. We appreciate the participation. We had another question from one Tim R. Avery Awesome is his, uh, his Twitter name right now. He asked us, what is your ideal Sunday? And now I want to say I interpreted this as like the per- perfect Sunday to you. And I, I want to tell you what it is, man. Okay, so it starts. I don't have to wake up until 9 o'clock in the morning. Let's say 9, maybe 10. I wake up, you know, I get ready for the day, whatever. I'm going to play the show. I'm going to play MLB 17 for about an hour and a half. I'm going to go grab lunch with a couple of friends. Maybe these two. I don't know. We're talking about an ideal Sunday here. We're going to go to yeah, maybe Buffalo Wild Wings or something, you know, grab some beer. Uh, unless you're Rance, and then he's not going to grab beer. But not that's whatever. <laughs> and after that... We are going to watch some wrestling because you know what? That is what that is what drives this podcast. And it's just, you know, it's it's a way of life at this juncture. It really is. <laughs> it's it's almost it's it's practically a staple, to be perfectly honest with you. And uh, let's hear what you guys have to say. I'm curious. Rance, go ahead. Do you really want to answer this question honestly? Yeah, honestly. Uh oh. Yeah. Go ahead, pal. Okay. Shoot from the hip, brother, brother. Y'all, y'all asked for this, so don't be censoring me when I answer it honestly. Okay? Well, you can't. No, we're not gonna censor you. The only person that would is that son of a bitch, Hutch. That's it. <laughs> well, he he is on the verge of getting fired, so he might do something and storm out because he doesn't care anymore. But you better care. You, if you if you if you want to afford your Christmas gifts for your kids, Hutch. I just want to say something real quick. I don't. I haven't met or talked to Hutch, so I got no beef, Hutch. Like I don't know what their problem is, but Man, you stop and me are good, being nice. brother. Stop being yeah. nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Stop uh. being so nice, Carl. I'm a mark for Hutch. I'm a mark for him. Hutch never wow. bought your. Me- Hutch didn't buy your medicine, which made you cough during my beautiful monologue. Oh, fuck mm-hmm. off. <laughs> okay, wow. Y'all, wow. Y'all, y'all want my real answer. Okay. 
Yes. Uh, all right. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be honest. And you know, Caleb, you know me well, but you don't know me as well as Carl. So, so be prepared. Uh, okay. Well, you wake up with uh, with um, a beautiful woman giving me fellatio. Uh, you Jesus get Christ. you you asked I asked y'all. I asked y'all, did I not? Did I not ask you? And then uh, a beautiful breakfast is is being uh, cooked afterwards. Uh, play with my kids for a few, for a couple of hours. Let them go home. Uh, then you know have a have a <laughs> then you know have a beautiful have a very very luscious lunch. I'm thinking maybe pizza and wings. And then WrestleMania Sunday, uh, and enjoy a wonderful WrestleMania, and then go to sleep and w- have intercourse with said beautiful woman. <sighs> Are you done? I mean, I could, I could go, I could elaborate on some more points if you like. No, that's okay. Nah, you're fine, man. For the record, that's you cool. guys told me to do that. I asked you, did you want me to be honest? Oh, I asked you. That's fine. So. Just, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for all the for all the children. Okay, I apologize. For the record, Carl gets um, none because he's married. So, yeah, that's true. Um, so my perfect Sunday probably is not going to involve any wrestling, believe it or not. Um, I would say I'm a family man, so my perfect Sunday I'm going to sleep in. Let's let's not get that twisted. Amen. I'm that. sleeping in until, you know. At least nine, which for me is sleeping in. For most of us, probably listening to this, nine o'clock is sleeping in. Yeah. Uh, so get up about nine, grab a little bite to eat. I like to take my family to church. We go to church on Sundays, and I enjoy it. So we have a good time. And then after church, we'll go get some lunch. Then probably hit the park up for a little while, play with my kids on the swings, all that good stuff. Here's the catch, though. This is Super Bowl Sunday because I am a bigger mm. football fan than I am a wrestling fan. For those who know me. And I do love my wrestling, but I love my football. So it's Super Bowl Sunday, and this is the perfect Sunday, right? Oh, so this is never going to happen. It's perfect Sunday. Oh, this is worse than mine. No, it's not. Uh, it's beautiful. Oh, God. It's, It'll never happen. It's Super Bowl Sunday, and it's it's the Baltimore Ravens, right? <laughs> because because Rand, Rand is a bitch, so it's the Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> And they're going head-to-head against the Dallas Cowboys for the Super Bowl for the Lombardi Trophy, and the Cowboys just smoke that ass. I'm drunk, of course, because it's the Super Bowl. And I go to bed. I'm happy. I don't even need the police show. At so. least we got there, bitch. Uh, what? Yeah, that'll never happen. <laughs> that'll never happen. <laughs> Cowboys in the Super Bowl? Yeah, yeah. Ran- yeah, what are you talking about? The Ravens in the Super Bowl? What's going to happen, Wait, man? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh-oh. But for the record, Uh-oh. for the record, Caleb is a 49er Shit. fan. So I think we all yes, understand that he knows nothing about football. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, see, you took it too far, Rance, man. You know, Hutch was number one on my shit list, but now you are, pal. <laughs> oh, hell. Is it because we're black? Um. What? <laughs> Never mind. I'm just joking. Next, next, do you got any more questions, Caleb? <laughs> I, oh, man. I. I'm fucking shell shocked, bro. Uh, we got one more question. Um, this is our last one. 
from a good buddy of mine named Robert. I, I've gone to multiple wrestling shows with him, and you guys have met him, but whatever. Yeah, whatever. He he asked, um, who has had the uh, he has said who's the better champion between Jinder Mahal and Brock Lesnar? That's and now, easy. You know, he That's kinda easy. Left some lo- he kind of left some loose ends there, but I interpret it as meaning like who has had the better reign, like of the most recent reigns that, you know, they've had. And with that being said, like this isn't even like, Oh, I'm disrespecting gender. Like it's gotta be Brock, like head and shoulders, like every match Brock Lesnar has had since he's won the title. And granted, you know, they've been few and far between, but the, I guess the two, two matches he's had since then have done more for the universal title than gender Mahal's matches have done for the WWE championship. And I don't think you guys could necessarily disagree with that, but uh, maybe you could. Let's hear what you have to say. Carl. Sure. Fun fact. I was looking this, we were talking, me and some friends were talking about this the other day. I thought it was kind of interesting. It got started when we were talking about the Miz. He's been tweeting out stuff about how he's, now I've had the title for this many combined days and this many combined days. And he's jumped a bunch of people in route to those numbers. He just jumped Razor Ramon for most combined days as an intercontinental champion. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, and so it got me looking at the WWE champions. And you go through the list. There have been 50 WWE champions. And I understand this is universal in WWE, okay? Mm-hmm. You know that already Jinder Mahal has the 30th most days of those 50 yeah, as boy. WWE champion? Yeah, boy. I'm not... I'm not shocked because, like, especially, like, how many champions were crowned, like, in the Attitude well, Era. Let me just name a few guys that he has more title. He's held the title longer than. Chris Jericho. Okay. Yeah. Not shocked. Yeah. Dean Ambrose. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Just wanted yeah. to throw that one out there to piss some people off. Uh, Mankind. Mick Foley. Yeah. Jeff Hardy. Yeah. Batista. Yeah. Iron Sheik. Yeah. Uh, Andre the Giant, yeah, who had it less than a day, obviously, but still. So yeah. just kind of some interesting stuff there. Um, however, to answer the question, I will agree with Caleb. Uh, as much as I do like Jinder Mahal, I will say Brock has had the better reign, um, considering that we all were making fun of that title when it first showed up. And now with Brock having it, it actually feels special. You know, not saying that it doesn't with Ginger, Caleb will say it, but it really feels like something because Brock <laughs> is, Brock is like, I don't know how to describe him. He is a draw. The guy that he's the reign, he's the reigning, defending. You know what I mean? He is Brock Lesnar. So getting the belt off him just feels special. Um, so I would say Brock, yeah. Yeah, and again, like I think that's a no-brainer, but you know, whatever. Uh, hey, Rance, did you answer? Yeah. So, so you know how France gave America the Statue of Liberty as a gesture of as a gesture of goodwill. Yes. India gave us Jinder Mahal. Oh, oh nice. God! I thought Canada gave us Jinder Mahal. By the by the way of India. Okay. Right. Hmm. Uh, so this is like a like a second hand gift then. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. India, Canada regifted gender yes. from India. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Gender's a man, though. I will say this: it's clearly the answer is Brock. But to gender's credit, to gender's credit, gender has garnered so 
much interest and conversation. And what I think what gender's title reign means more than what Brock's title reign means. For the simple fact that what gen, gender's title reign has shown people that there is a, if, if you if you're at the bottom of the card, there is a there is a white light. There's always a chance. Sure. Stay stay working hard. Stay humble. Can keep getting better. Don't ever. Stay juicing. Uh, well, he's not juicing, but you know. And if he I is, had, I, had okay. to, I don't I had to think do he's it juicing. before Caleb said it because I don't hate you know Caleb gets real <laughs> mad about it. So I wanted to steal oh, his thunder. Man. But yeah, yeah. Ah. But I think I think what and then you know the fact that he is you know a champion from a region that is completely underrepresented in wrestling. I just think what what his title reign means more than Brock's. But the answer is clearly Brock. It's clear. It's easily Brock. Yeah. That's wow. Fair. Goodness gracious, man. You know, after several uh, technical difficulties, and uh, thanks for that, Hutch. We really appreciate that, man. Um, <laughs> man, we're... Jesus Christ, we hey. are almost out of here, man. Hey, I got a question. Go ahead. Is Hutch related to Hitch? I'm not sure. I haven't asked him because I, I try not to t- have too many conversations with Hutch. And I think he kind of fears me a little, so he won't talk to me. Like Uh-oh. how he has not responded to me at all in this podcast for some reason. But you know what? That's whatever. <laughs> you guys want to drop the Twitter handles and the shout outs now? Bring this home. Okay, I got you. Um, holla at your boy. It's Ray Cash. Uh, R-E-Y as in Mysterio. C-A-S-H as in dollars. Um, again, I want to throw out the website. Uh, I believe it is youcaring.com slash JJ Watt. If you can help, help. Um, people need it. But uh, yeah, glad to be back. Glad to be alive. Uh, yeah, so holla at your boy. Uh, yeah. Sweet. Um, don't forget to follow us at the SMC podcast. Definitely. We need yes. more followers there. It's real easy. You just, you hit the button guys. It's real, real easy. And we'll tweet a lot. Uh, you know, we all kind of play around on that account a little bit. Um, and you know, Caleb's pretty good about putting up polls and stuff. So, you know, if you like, if you like to participate in polls and you know, if you, if you love poll, um, you know, <laughs> that's, that's the place to be. Um, other than that, uh, you can find me on Twitter at, Curvin SMC K E R V I N. Uh, you can find me on Lords of Pain.net. Shout out the King's Corner uh, main page there. And uh, that's all I got. Oh, Sweet. by the way, and real quick, if you like yes. the Outsider's Edge, me and Carl writing, one's coming soon. Yeah, yeah, we're working on something there. So that, that should be happening very, very soon if I can get my shit together. Hell yeah. I'm uh, so excited to see you guys rant on on real wrestling fans together, you know. Wrestling. By the way, got to shout out Social Suplex Podcast Network. Look us up. Podbean is probably the best place you're going to get us, but check us out. Want to show love to One Nation Radio. Show love to socialsuplex.com. Check your boys out. Um, This is the shout out portion and the Twitter handles and whatnot. By now, I hope you guys know my handle. That is at RealCalB54. I'll even spell it out for you. R-E-A-L-C-A-L-B-5-4. Follow me. I'm going to send out some tweets. I think you'll like them. I hope you do. The Twitter handle for the pod is at the SMC Podcast. 
please follow us there, as Carl had already said. I do want to give a quick shout-out to friend of a friend. And oh, no, no, no. My friend's tag team partner. So you guys know my friend Lance Osborne. Shout out Lance Osborne. Well, he is in a tag team called Delta Delta Theta. You get it? No, but okay. Uh, DDT. Oh, DDT. Ah, but, uh, <laughs> I got yes. it. I'm slow. Yes. And uh, his tag team partner, Colt Kilbane, is celebrating his birthday today. So uh, happy birthday, Colt. Hope you have a good one. Happy birthday, um, guy. Yep. Don't just call him guy. Don't be so disrespectful, man. Come on now. Happy birthday, sir. They're, they are my fa- they are my favorite tag team in the Oklahoma independent scene for absolutely no biased reasons whatsoever. That's <laughs> I just wanted to make that clear. There's no bias in this at all. Because they're just um, that good. They're that good. Yes. Again, shout out Colt Kilbane. Hope you had a happy birthday. And um Thank you, guys. Uh, I'm going to leave you on this like Rance did last week with a goodbye and good night. Believe in the pod.